It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. It's weird having you like completely prepared and ready for me to start. <laughs> like staring at me like <laughs> very deeply yeah what's going on mindy uh nothing much you are mindy and i'm josh yes you're like thanks <laughs> and um they yes know who I am. we're back for another episode we're and, back yes and um how's everything we've spent today painting a yeah. room my feet are like all purple because uh, yeah. we decided to go with dark purple because the original idea was to do a dark blue with um like with two of the walls being dark blue and the rest of it being gray but then um josh's brother-in-law was like hey those are cowboys colors and then we changed it so now they're dark purple yeah it was so close too i mean i didn't even think of that either but i, I did like that blue a lot because it was i like did dark but, blue, but but he ruined it yeah but i mean the one we got was cool too it's like it looks really nice yeah it's like a deep uh purple yeah we're and... just gonna have to get new sheets that kind of match it yeah with the walls. yeah right now ours is kind of random compared to yeah the wall color but yeah those are the sheets i've had like oh god since i was back home in philly yeah so they're i mean they're still good um but they're pretty old so yes yeah. anyways i know this is riveting to hear about our wall colors but that's what we've been up to today and um yeah we just watched some football today it's yeah. sunday as of now and it's yeah. a good day for you. Eagles won. Cowboys lost. Yeah, so now Basically, we're a perfect... It's a perfect day. Perfect day for you. <laughs> and we're wrapping it up with a uh, an episode. Yeah, and we're doing this um, on Sunday because I don't work tomorrow, so... Yeah, yay. exactly. You have like a random Monday off because... Yeah, I think it's Columbus Day or something, but because we started earlier than the other school districts, we're having it tomorrow, and then everyone else is having it next week. Oh, okay. Wait, is... Oh, you're right. The second Monday of October. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it the second Monday, though? Well, no. it, oh. it is, but we started earlier. So the 14th is actually Columbus Day, but yeah. you're... But we're doing it earlier okay. because we started earlier. Yeah. Well, as we know, we don't like Columbus anyways, so yeah. who cares if it's on? Yeah. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to be... Speaking of uh, Columbus, we're going to be talking about stupid crimes... I guess his are more stupid. Um, is light taking it lightly? No, his crimes for <laughs> genocidal, like genocidal, <laughs> um, immoral. Yeah, just all around all awful, around terrible. But these are probably be more lighthearted. At least mine will. Um, uh, mine is yeah. In, in terms of just stupid things people have done and been arrested for, or mm-hmm. called the cops on or something. Um, yeah. So. I got mine ready, but let's go ahead and hear about yours, uh, your story from the past. Okay. So I kind of took a little bit of liberties with the, with the topic. Yeah, because what he did is smart, but it's dumb. Okay. And you'll see why. Okay. Okay. So this is about Victor Lustig. Okay. okay so he was born... Um, it's, Back in the day, it was called Bohemia. Bohemia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, and that was like, what that was like where the Czech Republic, Republic is now. I was like about to look it up. Yeah. Because I only know the song. Yeah. Bohemia? Something like that? Bohemia, yeah. yeah Bohemia? Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. See, I, I'm just, I always question myself now. 
Like, About how you're pronouncing stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that word you couldn't last week? Oh, artillery? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it yeah. says it's uh, in the region of Czech lands, westernmost. Anyways. Yeah. So, um, so he was born there in 1890, um, and his name at birth was Robert Miller. Okay. Right now. But he will turn to Victor Wustink later. He will turn into... Well, it's a name he gives himself, essentially. Um, Cool, I guess. (laughs) You'll see why. Um, So he came from an upper-middle-class family, as he he recalls it. Although, as you'll see later on, he's not very trustworthy, so (laughs) it could have been an out-out lie. Yeah. Apparently, he said that his father was a small-town mayor, and so that kind of makes sense because he, they were able to send him to university in Paris. Mm. So you have to be wealthy at those times to do that. So this it's likely, but we're not really sure if it's true because we can't trust what he says all right. the time. Um, so he really didn't, he studied, but like he cared more about gambling and having fun. Right. So, um, as one would, yeah. So he didn't really get much from university besides just learning French, Italian, and English. Mm-hmm. So after college, I mean that's he, something. Yeah, I guess so. More oh, languages I, than I know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know some like phrases in French, <laughs> like omelette du fromage. <laughs> yeah, from um, Dexter's Laboratory. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's something. Yeah, like it's something. If, if I ever go to France, like at least I'll be able to order croissants and a cheese omelet. <laughs> yeah. I won't starve. Mm-hmm. And so, so after college, um, he kind of traveled around a lot, like around Europe and the U.S., just because um, he was just a kind of person that didn't like to stay in one spot. And so while he was traveling, he decided to take up the fictional name of Victor Lustig. Okay, and does it explain why? Yes. Is it L-U-S-T-I-G or something? It's U, yeah, L-U-S-T-I-G. Nailed it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. Lucky guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so um, during these trips, he met a guy named Nikki Anderson, um, and he was an American professional gambler and con artist who mm. had become famous in the 1920s. For this a- is where it turns... South. Yeah. Yeah. For marrying the actress Fanny Bryce, mm-hmm. which I don't know who that is, but I'm I don't pre- but she might, she must have been famous back then. Before our time. Yeah. Um, Nikki, Victor later claimed, was the one who taught him the art of the con. So I'm going to explain what the art of the con is, according to them. Mm. So it involves following some basic, some broad rules. The key to getting a Mark's trust is laying is in listening to them talk, but never looking bored. Letting them Oh, like I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be a good carnivist, like the best. Even like I do every them. week. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Um so he was saying you have to let them first state their opinions on politics or religion and then agree with them about <laughs> it. Yeah. You never boast or ever pry. Just let your importance be implicit and let them confide in you. Hmm. Hint at an openness to sexual overturn overtures. Wait, say that again. <laughs> Hint at an openness of sexual overtures. 
the hell does that mean? But let them make the first move. I guess you'd be oh, like... Oh, so kind of make it seem like you, you're you into... It's like, yeah, if you're cool, it's like if a guy's like um, really into peeing on women and be like, oh, be like, cool. We'll see what happens. Cool. That's not weird or disgusting at all. I myself tend to pee from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to pee. Not all women, but just in general. Daily. Um, and then he said... And above all, never get drunk and never get sloppy. Hmm. So it's with these rules that Victor persuaded the rich and set on cruise liners to buy into his scam. So he basically was just sailing around and getting like rich people to pay him like for the for different scams that he <clears throat> was planning. And then I wonder like if that dude was mostly calling women since he has that. No, one it's thing, actually or, it's men. unless it's. I mean, that sexual over overtures thing, unless he just goes both. I don't know. No. Uh, <laughs> remember, it's like the early 1900s. Yeah. So he's it's, women don't have, they don't even have the right to vote at this point. <laughs> That's true. So it's a lot of men. And yeah. I guess they don't really have many resources to con out of anyways. Yeah. I guess. You're right. So. Huh. I guess it's just in case there's uh, interested guys out there too. Yeah. Then he's just like. Cool. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so he never went into detail about his exploits, but um, he did well enough using this com- this com- con man's trade that um, it became his career. Mm. So he did various scams in the U.S. and Canada. Um, so one of the things he did in the U.S. was he, like, scammed banks into giving him money. So, like, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to go buy a ranch give me all these this money and mm-hmm. so then he like i forget what it was it wasn't really money like physical money it was like bonds or something like yeah bonds or like notes or some shit. yeah and so but then he <laughs> whatever like, they did back then yeah and so then he just uh, sold those bonds to like other people for mm-hmm. profit kind and, of like a pyramid type of yeah exactly thing. yeah um but then um there's another incident where he did in Canada where like he said he was like he went to this guy and like earned his trust and he was like hey like I can help you win in this horse races and so with because I have this guy on the inside that mm-hmm. will that will tell you they'll tell me who won before like they announce it to everyone else because mm-hmm. it's the early nine uh, 1900s and so they don't automatically know who won horse races and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so he fell for that because um, he made, like, little bets, and he was able to win all of them. And then he was like, okay, make this huge bet, and then um, and just give me the money. Mm-hmm. And then you win, you win the race, and then you get, like, all that money and more back. Yeah. But then he just got he the would money just, and left. Yeah, take it and run. <laughs> Essentially. It's fucked up. Um, but <laughs> the con that made him famous... Is called the man who stole who sold the Eiffel Tower. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. So he took his. I mean, I assume he went to France for this. Yeah, like I said, he traveled all over. Yeah, because I know mo- most of the first ones were in U.S. and Canada. Yeah, so he went to France. Yeah, and again, because in, in university, yeah, he yeah, all those languages, he knows how to speak French. Mm-hmm. So I, that's kind of like why I thought this is like a stupid crime because it's like. Like how you're gonna how, sell the, yeah. yeah how you're gonna sell the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> but it all makes sense. Okay. Um. So 
The Eiffel Tower had been built in 1889 for the Paris World's Fair and originally hadn't been intended to be a permanent fixture in France. In fact, at the time, it faced a huge amount of protests from artists and people that lived in the city who thought it was a huge eyesore, hmm. ironically. And, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then during World War One, it had been rebranded as a symbol for the silly, uh, for the city. <laughs> the symbol for the silly. For the silly, for the silly people. <laughs> and, and then in the 1920s, it started costing the city a lot of money to maintain but they just decided to keep it anyways because it just made it into the symbol of like Paris. Yeah. yeah. Um, good thing. Good. Good idea, guys. Yeah. However, Victor's story that he told essentially people that um, would buy the metal from or the steel from the Eiffel Tower <laughs> is that they weren't able to keep it, and so and they were like, "You have to keep." And they like, and when he told them this, he said the decision was a secret, so they couldn't. So you couldn't say anything to the public or anything because mm-hmm. everyone didn't know. So he even like in order to get them to like buy into this idea that they were going to demolish it, and then they were able to buy mm-hmm. all the scraps from the Eiffel Tower. He like made this guy a tour of the tower to like gain more credibility. Okay. For this, so all the dealers <laughs> he he talked to, he they put all of them put bets in. For, um, so he's like, here, this is the piece you'll get right here once it's knocked down. And he just points at it. Yeah. And this is going to be yours over here on the left. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to earn so much money from yeah. this big piece of steel, <laughs> I guess. So uh, he was able to do guided tours. So I guess under the guise of actually being a, I mean, he had to have gotten like so- approval to be able to do that well i mean i don't think so maybe not i don't know maybe well, they didn't have people like guarding i mean like uh because i feel like people were still like going up in the tower and yeah, stuff like tourism. freely yeah and so yeah. They, they he was put, just doing his own thing yeah and so he was like yeah like all this metal we're gonna chop down it's gonna be yours to so do whatever with you know yeah um, like um <laughs> i can just imagine him like like if there was ever any suspicion like he just he changes in the middle like he's gonna like he acts like he's doing a real tour Mm -hmm. so he'll just be like so if you look over here on the left side you'll see this nice arc right here that's going that helps it be stabilized as a structure yeah and then like right when they walk by he's like okay so this part's gonna be yours (laughs) if you get this part oh and then this part over here as you see has been recently renovated excuse me would you tell that guy um I said recently renovated. No, but you whispered something to the other guy. Whispered? Who are you? <laughs> I'm one of your buyers. Oh, okay. Well, then I just told him that that's going to be his piece. <laughs> but what if I wanted to be my piece? That your piece is over there. It's a lot bigger. You paid a little bit more, didn't you? Oh, yeah, you were. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably something along the lines of how it went. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Um, word for word. So this guy, his name is Andre... And I guess it's poison because it's P O I S S O N. I don't know how that P O I S S O N. Yeah. Poison. 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 <laughs> it's like a French poison. Andre Poison. <laughs> um, he didn't have the highest highest bid for the Eiffel Tower, but he but Victor decided that he was the easiest mark among all of them that he had. Hmm. Just I guess he thought he was the most gullible the dumbest, one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so in a touch of genius, Victor even got 
Huizon to bribe him in order to secure the deal. So, like, oh, he, so he, he even paid him money. Like, Poison gave Victor money to bribe him in order to buy the Eiffel Tower. Oh, my God. So he even gave him more money. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's a sucker if I've ever seen one. Yeah. This is where the stupid part comes in, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. So once, he, so once Poison made the money, made the payment, I mean, Victor and his accomplices, uh, accomplices fled to Austria. <laughs> okay. So where... And while they were over there, they were watching the papers for news of, like, maybe he, like, went to the papers and was like, this guy ripped me off yeah. or whatever else. But um, he didn't do anything like that because Victor was kind of like, he said, like, maybe he was too embarrassed to go to the police <laughs> because he literally got ripped off He's like, to buy the Eiffel Tower. Uh, let me get this straight, Mr. Poisson. He was going to, buy like, sell you... Some of the Eiffel Tower? Yes, he was going to su- give me the whole Eiffel Tower. So I oh, the sell- whole Eiffel Tower. Yes, the whole, yes, because I was going to go sell the steel and make a profit. Now, did he tell you how he was going to take down the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> um, Not in detail. Okay. All right, but... let me write this down real quick. Dumb. Wait, what are you writing? No, I'm just, uh, my partner over here, his name is Dumbass. <laughs> But um okay well we'll we'll get back to you if we hear about what was his name again this guy's Victor Victor Loose Loose Tig Loose Tig okay uh we'll get back to you <laughs> Go ahead So I guess he didn't want to go through no, that No yeah Um that's probably how it would have gone Yeah Which was good news for Victor because because he's a cocky son of a bitch. <laughs> and he actually went back to Paris and ran the exact same scam with wow. a different group of dealers. Um, and the second time around... Um, Tell me he got caught. No. <laughs> they actually figured him out, but he he, fle- he fled. So they didn't catch him. They figured... They, they figured that it was like a scam. Right. Oh, okay. So he didn't really get much well, the second time? I, well, you know what? I think they... Um, he was able to sell the tower again, mm. but then, like, shortly after it, they sold it, like, they figured it out, like, it was all a lie. Oh, okay. And mm. so then he ran. Still too late. Yeah. Um, so he spent, like, few more years, like, traveling, doing different scams and conning people, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Um, so in 1935, Victor was locked up in the Federal House of Detention in New York City, because I guess he went back to the U.S. at some point. Mm. And the building... The governor of New York probably stated that it was escape-proof. Okay. And naturally, the day before his trial, the guards checked on Victor's cell and found that he had vanished. He had stolen enough bed sheets um, to fashion a rope and stolen a pair of wire cutters, which I don't know how you steal wire cutters in a jail. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that's something that they wouldn't have in a jail. Yeah. But sure. I don't know. He's that good, I guess. I guess so. So he used those wire cutters to cut through this through a screen in the washroom, or the bathroom, as Americans say. Mm-hmm. And he climbed out the window, where he distracted spectators by pretending he was a window cleaner. <laughs> this guy is good. He's he's very good. That's that's why. That's why, why it's smart and dumb. Yeah, that's why it's smart and yeah. dumb. So even though he made this escape, he lasted a month as escapee until he was captured in Pittsburgh. Hmm. And then after that, 
he was sentenced to 20 years in prison and was sent to Alcatraz. Hmm. In the end, he served less than 12 years <laughs> because he died in 1947 wow. of either a brain tumor or a complication due to pneumonia. Oh, okay. There's speculation on what exactly it was, I guess. Yeah, I guess, like, information from the 1940s mm-hmm. is not very accurate. I mean, I feel yeah, like Alcatraz, sense. like, especially Alcatraz, they had so many prisoners and then yeah. things like that. I don't know. Maybe they didn't give, keep a good record of how their prisoners died. Yeah. So Like, he either had a brain tumor or um, pneumonia or a broken neck. I don't or know. Or sickle cell or AIDS. <laughs> Who cares? Could have been any of those. Maybe some, uh, maybe a dog bite. <laughs> dog attack. <laughs> a dog attack. I don't know. He could have had a heart attack. Cholera. Dysentery. <laughs> now I'm just doing the organ trail. <laughs> Dysentery. Um, <laughs> um, what, how else could you die in that game? Uh, can- oh, no. <laughs> cancer? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm just thinking of... Ways people die. Could have cancer, diabetes. Playing Oregon Trail as a kid. And then it's well, like, uh, well, you know what? It's I like Tommy died has died from cancer. <laughs> I always died of dysentery when I played that yeah, game. Yeah, I think everybody did. Yeah. Either, I guess starvation was another one. Yeah, I was going to say either that or starvation because like all the animals would die. Or maybe like something related to it being too cold because you have to get clothes and stuff, right? Like. Yeah. As supplies. Yeah, I guess it depends when you're traveling, too. Yeah. Or you could have died if you hit a rock while you're on the last part navigating to the water. That would suck. That would suck getting that far. and. I mean, like, oh, you... So nerve-wracking. Especially, like, if you have, like, kids and your future generations are mm-hmm. like, my great-great-grandfather died from a rock. <laughs> it's no. not a very good story. <laughs> yeah. No rock would be cooler. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you got killed by the rock, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that's but just way. a rock. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a better way to go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, Victor and how so he I, sold I'm, the Eiffel Tower twice. Yeah. <laughs> twice. <laughs> Very cool. Right, so, I'm guessing he came up with that just as a uh, another name to cover his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why he that changed his name. Yeah. Very cool. Speaking of scams, I have a segue for this one because... Uh, this guy ran one, and let's get into questioning Florida. All right, so um, this was from October 1st, a few days ago. Five days ago. Yeah, five days ago as of today, and it happened in Miami. Of course. Yeah, of course. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know what? Most of our stories. I feel like they're, yeah. Miami's not uh, really one that happens, uh, has a lot of these stories happen. I don't yeah. think, at least. Maybe just Cubans don't really do a lot of crime. But this happened at a Dolphins game, so maybe that uh, brings back, of course. Wait. Dolph- well, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What? <laughs> I was like, I know they're from Florida, but where are they? Yeah, Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Florida man tried to sell beer for hundreds of dollars at a Dolphins game, police say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any questions? Um, what kind of beer? Mm, I'm not sure that's addressed here, but let's just get into it. What did it like? Is it beer made from dolphin blood? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just beer. But you'll see how how he did it. He it, he tried. He sold it for like his own. You'll see. You'll see. Let's oh, okay. get into it. If you're going to a sporting event, it's probably a good idea. Oh, sorry. This is from the uh, WKYT. It's a news site in Florida. 
Um, if you're going to a sporting event, it's probably a good idea to bring along some extra cash for concessions. After all, vendors notoriously mark, notoriously mark up food prices at stadiums. But if someone tries to charge you hundreds of dollars for a couple of beers, you should probably call the police. That's what a man did Sunday during a Miami Dolphins game at Hard Rock Stadium. Wait, but so it was this season? <laughs> yeah. And they just... he was trying to sell beer for hundreds of dollars for the Dolphins? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they need to get drunk to be able to watch them. <laughs> I guess so. How are they even doing? Are they good? No, I feel like they... No, they're not good. Maybe I mean, they won like they one are... game. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Let me, let's look real quick here. They are... Oh, and four. Yeah. <laughs> I gave them too much credit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they won one game. Miami-Dade police told the Miami Herald that a man got an alert from his bank just moments after he bought two beers from a walking vendor. It told him there had been a steep charge on his card, and it revealed the name of the vendor behind the transaction. Police arrested 33-year-old Nathaniel Collier and charged him with grand theft and using a skimming device. Neither the Dolphins nor the stadium employed him. He worked the game on behalf of Rocketman, which is a, ba- a Kentucky-based subcontractor that hires walking vendors for sporting events and concerts. Mm. I didn't know that was a thing. I feel like they shouldn't be allowed, right? Yeah, well, unless they have to, from permission. I, I mean, I, I assume they do. Yeah, that's just weird because th- you'd think the stadium would want all the. Maybe they just don't have enough people that want to work there. Or, yeah, the Dolphin Stadium, yeah. Let's just hire out this company. So instead of using the card reader the stadium provides to its vendors, he allegedly used a personal one to make the transaction. That's kind of dumb. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because it doesn't, like, your card is linked to your email, so it doesn't... It should automatically, like, send the Well, this this guy got an alert right away. Mm -hmm. I, I mean... This isn't even my main story, but it is a stupid crime. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, when Rocketman found out what happened, they gave the customer a full refund and terminated that guy's employment. And they released the following statement. As the chosen provider of walking vendors across dozens of stadiums, we take security very seriously and train and monitor our vendors to safeguard our customers. Our on-site supervisor contacted the, the authorities immediately upon learning of the overcharge on what was his unauthorized personal device. That's good. So what I want to do is play a, little, a quick little game here. Okay. Um, there's there's a game I've seen on Price is Right where they have to guess the, oh, the, the amount. The amount the, and the, you have like, I'll give you 30 seconds, okay? I'm going to have a timer. Okay. And I'll, I'll say higher or lower. And you know it was hundreds of dollars, so that gives you yeah. some kind of sign. So I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock here. And um, um, I'll say higher or lower every time you have a guess, and let's see if you can pinpoint the exact amount, amount that he tried to charge for two beers, okay? Two beers, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. so let's put 30 seconds on the clock here, and go. 300. Higher. 400. Higher. 500. Higher. 600. Higher. 700. Higher. 800. Lower. Uh, 750. Lower. 725. Lower. 715. Higher. 716. Higher. 717. Higher. 718. Higher. 718. Higher. 720. Higher. 721. Higher. 723. Higher. 724. With six seconds to spare. <laughs> <laughs> he charged tw- a $724. What a random number. I know, right? <laughs> well, you said 725. I'm like, oh man, just go one lower. <laughs> but you still you still got to it. So good job. Yay. Um, 
Yeah, he charged that much for two beers and uh, thought he was going to get away with it. Well, I don't really blame the person, like, the victim. Right. He probably just yeah, said, yeah. was like... It's just the guy like, selling yeah. beers. Yeah, he probably told him, hey, uh, 14 bucks or whatever. Yeah. You know, 16, whatever it is, at, at a game. But, I mean, if you're at a Dolphin Stadium and you're a Dolphins fan, like, you should be going to the hard like <laughs> Yeah, you should bring in your own Jack Daniels or something. Yeah, like, uh, have your girlfriend put a flask in her bra or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, this Florida man score is actually pretty low because um, there wasn't no any al- drugs. In, no animals involved. No drugs, animals, alcohol. Well, or... there, there typically is oh, alcohol. Oh, yeah. You're right. Um, but the alcohol is like if if they're it's not, drunk, it's not an influencer, right? It's not. It's like the ones in the in the score are like uh, you know being drunk or whatever, yeah. drunk and disorderly stuff like that. That makes sense. Um, so there's burglary and theft, which is two points, okay. and then there's a mugshot included in the article that's worth five points. Can I see the mugshot? You can see it, but it's it just actually looks like a normal dude. Um, no. Is it just a white guy? No. No? It's a black dude. It's a black dude? <laughs> it was a black dude. We, we just watched uh, the news SNL. Yeah. <laughs> they had a skit where, like, it was, like, two black... Um, anchors. Anchors and two white anchors. Yeah. And they, like, made a whole competition of, like, who the uh, who the person that did, like, the alleged crime was. Mm-hmm. And then so whenever they'd be, like, uh, a white man was arrested and then the, uh, <laughs> like, Keenan would be, like, and be like white man yes <laughs> that was it was a good premise it was pretty yeah, funny i liked it i was like I... It, was, it was pretty clever yeah. good job snl yeah uh, oh so with the mugshot and the and the theft it was a total of seven points so not really high on the florida man score but just really stupid yeah so yeah way to go dumbass all right and from that let's get into um something we i don't think we've done this in a few episodes but let's get back to spot the fake <laughs> I like how you just like get nervous. You're just like, oh crap, here we go. Yeah. There's only three choices, so you have already have a one third of a chance. Okay. And we can see if you can figure out how I word things compared to See, now that you said that, I'm thinking that you weren't you didn't word things the way you usually do. No, I always try to word it like the other two, so I didn't really help you at all. I mean, maybe I did. Let's see if you're right. So I you're looked messing up... messing with my head. <laughs> or maybe I did, or maybe I didn't. Um, insider.com, they had a list of the 12 most ridiculous and infuriating reasons people call the cops this year. So we all know um, the barbecue lady that called uh, the cops on the black family for having a barbecue in the park. Oh, with yeah. the sunglasses. Oh, yeah, that bitch. Dumb yeah. bitch, yeah. Um, that was on here, but obviously we've all heard of it, so I didn't. I picked three out of these 12. Uh, well, I picked two, and I made up my own. Okay. So I'm just going to read the headlines, and then you're going to guess which one I made up that actually didn't happen, okay? Okay. Number one. A professor asked police to escort a student out for putting her feet on a chair. Mm. Number two. Store employees were fired after calling the police on a woman who they believed was using a fraudulent coupon. Okay. Number three. Police were called to a mini golf course because a group was taking too long on each hole. (laughs) Okay, well, I feel like the last one is real because white people would do that. (laughs) Okay. So Um, it's down to the uh, student 
on feet on the chair and then the fraudulent coupon? Mm. See, I feel like the fraudulent coupon thing, like, maybe if the person was adamant enough about, like, hey, my coupon worked, blah, 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 um, they would call the police, but mm-hmm. that's why I think it's fake, because I think <laughs> you made that okay. up, and the stupid professor that complained about the kid putting its shoes on the chair mm-hmm. is it's real. It's real. So that yeah. one and the mini golf course are real. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's get into the um, the real one that you just said. The In November, University of Texas at San Antonio anatomy professor Anita <laughs> Moss. It's... Yes. This is my UTSA? alma mater. Yes. This is where I graduated from. We live like two, literally two minutes. We literally minutes. live two minutes from this, this campus. So... Um, so, <laughs> anatomy professor Anita Moss, who is white, called the police when one of her students, who is black, I love they have to say that, yeah, yeah, put her feet up on the chair in front of her. Police, but was she barefoot or was she just? I don't. I don't. I assume not. They would have probably mentioned that if she was. Um, police complied and took the student out, according to video footage of the incident taken by another student. UTSA later suspended Moss and is investigating the incident. So she basically just called the cops because she had her feet up. It's like, ask, like, hey, yeah, can you put your feet down, please? Uh, Yeah, I don't think, like, did she even do that? All right. Now let's get into the other uh, real story. Camilla Hudson, a woman living in Chicago tried to use a coupon she had towards a purchase at CVS no! in July. Damn it. <laughs> but CVS employees balked at it, claiming it looked fraudulent, and called the police to say an assault was taking place. An assault was taking place? <laughs> an assault on their intelligence, maybe. According to Chicago... Do they know the definition of an assault it so. is? And there was two people, too. Police made no arrests, and CVS Health fired two employees it says were responsible for the incident. One of the employees was the president of the local log cabin Republicans chapter and a candidate for alderman in Chicago's 48th ward. Less than a week later, he withdrew from the race. Damn it. <laughs> An assault is taking place. Yep. So obviously, police were called to a mini golf course uh, because a group was taking too long is the one I made up. I thought it was pretty good. I thought you might fall for it. Yeah. Yay, yeah. me. I think we've only been mini golfing like once, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to change that. I love mini golf. I I'm not good at golf in general. <laughs> mini golf is fun though. I mean, yeah, but it's just like I don't think I've ever won at all in mini golf. And I used to go mini golfing not like frequently Every or day. anything, but like I do have a, like a few memories of going mini golfing with like uh, friends' kids and mm-hmm. with my parents and things like that. And yeah, it's fun. I like one. it. I like the. Um... It's just calm and, like, you can go at your own pace and stuff. But then you can just go to, what's it called, the golf course over here where um, you just hit the ball and there's, like, food and drinks. Oh, top golf, yeah. Yeah. It's becoming more of a popular thing. Yeah, but that's that's for, like, you hit it like you're driving the ball. I can't do that. Well, I mean, I, mean, I've I never can't tried. either. But there's alcohol and yeah. food, so that's I'm true. in. That's true. I, don't, I guess you, really, you can't really drink on a mini golf course unless you... You sneak it in. Sneak it in. And, and that would, sounds like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> sounds like an alcoholic type of thing to do. Yeah. And I mean, I've done it once before. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just fun. Like, people would, like, 
we would hit the ball and then like just you did chill do top golf. Yeah, I did it with Fred and the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like we would just talk, and then like whenever it's your turn, you just went. And... There you go. It's fun. Yeah. One day I'll try it. Okay. All right, so I got you on that one. Better luck next time. All right, let's get to my main my main story here. I found a there's a site called 22words.com and it, it just kind of compiles lists of different stuff, different topics and Okay. This one is about people revealing the funniest things they've seen people get arrested for. Mm. So, I mean, most of these are dumb also. So, and I just got a, a few of them here. I just just three because um I figured we'd be tight on time by this point. <laughs> and they're pretty short. There's just people that wrote in and told their stories. Number one, a friend of mine got arrested for stealing a traffic cone. At first, the cop just asked for it back, but my buddy responded by throwing it off a bridge. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ended up doing like three months on house arrest, so I hope it was what? worth it. That yeah. seems like that seems pretty str- Like, if I was a cop, like... I'd be like, whatever, because it's just a traffic cone. Mm-hmm. What are they like, ten cents each? Like, it's not <laughs> worth. <cents. laughs> it's not worth doing like the paperwork for all that. Ten cent traffic cones. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've never bought a traffic cone before. Is that a band name? What? Ten cent traffic cones. <laughs> Too long. I mean, we can make it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like that's a little harsh. House arrest for three months for. Uh, doing that maybe he was belligerent on top of that or something and just oh maybe verbally that assaulted w- him you know? i mean that would make more sense yeah. but if he was just like yeah i mean what do you do at that point You're like <laughs> all right whatever i just be like you asshole all right next one number two a couple of friends of mine climbed up a microwave tire <laughs> climbed up a microwave tower in the middle of town wait a microwave yeah i think it's those towers that shoot out waves like microwave, not in, not as in the appliance. Yeah, I know it's <laughs> appliance, obviously. But what, what does that do, though? Um, oh man, Alexa's not plugged in to ask. Let's see. What is a microwave tower used for? A microwave link is a communication system that uses a beam of radio waves in the microwave frequency range to transmit video, audio, or data between two locations. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of used to communicate, like, communicate, I guess. Microwave towers. And these guys decided to climb it, which is not smart. They never would have been caught, but when they got to the top, they startled the big flock of pigeons that roost there. (laughs) When the birds took off, (laughs) when the birds took off, they pooped all over them. (laughs) They started shrieking and cussing and woke up the security guard in the building next door. When I went to post their bail the next morning, they still had bird shit in their hair. (laughs) I mean, that's a good friend, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. still posted bail on them, even mm-hmm. though, like, I mean, what they did was fucking stupid. Yeah. He probably wanted to see it, too. And part of that would be... Yeah, but... So you did what, exactly? Can you go through it minute by minute, please? Use it for, um... For later, they're like, I'm sorry, you were going to say what about me? Because mm-hmm. I have photo yeah, evidence of bird shit in your hair. <laughs> yeah. And people are going to want to know why it's there. Okay, so we'll end on this one. I have a friend who used to drink a lot and get into all sorts of drunken shenanigans. Once at a college football game, someone cut in line ahead. Someone cut in line ahead of him at the porta potties. He got pissed and pushed over the porta potty with the dude in it. Oh my god! I know. I want to be a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought of that too. 
<laughs> Except, I mean, there's a reason they're called that. Yeah, I mean, he did that voluntarily. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is doesn't even make worse. it better. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip: If you ever find yourself in a situation where you want to push over a porta potty with someone in it, push it over onto the door. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll quickly find yourself dealing with a very angry, very poop-covered individual. A fight ensued. He nearly got expelled, but it all worked out. So anyway, he's a doctor now, by the way. <laughs> the guy uh, that... <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Would you trust him to perform surgery on you? Depends how many, how much, how many years of experience he's had. Okay, <laughs> we all do dumb shit in our past. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of something I've done in my past days. Dumb. Yeah, I guess we should have asked ourselves or asked each other if we've ever had committed any dumb crimes. Um, I think I, I took like a chocolate, tiny chocolate soccer ball from a corner store one time. Well, I mean, <laughs> like I, a tiny one <laughs> worth like five cents. I mean, I think the worst thing I've ever done was drink underage and almost got caught for it. Mm. But I think that's really the only It's not bad. Thing. A lot of people have... Yeah, I mean, I was just drinking, like, at beer. Like, I was drinking mm-hmm. a beer at my friend's house. And then, I guess, like, the neighbor called the police, and, like, they, they came. And so me and this other guy, we had to go, like, in the backyard while it was pouring rain mm-hmm. <laughs> until the police left. Uh, yeah. And you were 11, 12? <laughs> 10. <laughs> no, I was like 19. Oh, okay. Close enough. Something like that. Although, although even now you get carded, so you probably didn't look 21. Yeah. At the time. Oh, no, I wasn't 21. I was... Well, no, I mean, you, you probably didn't look it either. Oh, no, for Especially sure. At no. 19. No. No, but, yeah. No. Yeah. I was <laughs> no, just... but, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just thinking now, because this must have been... I must have been 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Around that age. Still underage. Yeah. Still underage, but you didn't get caught, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hope we uh, don't ever end up on a list like this. I think yeah. we're, we're approaching the more mature ages of <laughs> and like At this point, behavior. it's just like, I don't want to. Like, for my job's sake, I don't want right. to get into trouble exactly. with the law or anything. Mm-hmm. If as, seen, if, 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 as much as I can. Right. So. We've already seen what it can do to CVS employees. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, use common sense out there, people. Even when you drink, just, uh, I, I mean, like most of these on the list I went through involved people drinking too much and doing something stupid. So just know your limits. Know what you what situations you should be in. Don't freaking drink and drive either. Yeah. That's also a big one. Yeah. Don't be a dumbass. Mm-hmm. That's the moral of this. Yeah. Don't be a dumbass. Uh, this pod- is a this podcast. very common theme to our how we end our podcast. That's that's like something I always thought about, like with my my students, like especially the middle schoolers and the high schoolers. Mm-hmm. It's just like I know you're gonna do drugs, have sex, or whatever else, mm-hmm. but don't be a dumbass about it. <laughs> don't do drugs in school. <laughs> if you're gonna do drugs, do it at home. If you're gonna have sex. Use protection. That's all I have. Okay, mom. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't be a dumbass. <laughs> and on that note, guys, that wraps up another episode. That was that was fun. Yeah. We have fifty three in the books now. Looking 53? forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. fifty three. Looking forward to fifty four next week. Yeah. And um, without further ado, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here and go grab a refill. Bye, guys. Bye, Don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumbass.
great-grandfather died from a rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not a very good story. Yeah.